Hey, I should throw myself in the studio there. <laughs> All right, we are live. Um, awesome. We're talking about the hunger scale, which is kind of a fun one because we're talking about really, um, well, how to use it. Because as we go through the kind of like the busyness of life, it's really common to lose touch with actual hunger, what physical hunger feels like and knowing when to stop eating. And when we struggle with this, it really takes away our confidence in terms of how we feel around food, how comfortable we feel, and uh, leaves us turning more and more to sort of restrictive ways to try to manage our eating because we really lack a sense of trust in our in ourselves. And so, you know, if this is something that you've struggled with, um, you're in the right place today listening to this or watching this, tuning in, because by the end of this episode, uh, you're going to feel confident, just really understanding how you can use the hunger scale to get back in tune with your body and uh, really just feel more comfortable around food where you don't feel like you have to live with constant restriction. So that's what I really want to dive into today. But uh, just before we dive into the meat of the topic, I always want to share with you the free resources I make uh, put forward for everybody. So um, if you want to hop on a chat, if something like this resonates with you, you're like, hey, I'd like to talk about this a little bit more about me and my personal circumstances, how I can use this in my life. Absolutely. You just go to freedomnutrition.rocks.rocks slash let's chat. And you can hook up and connect on a quick 15 minute chat where we'll just touch base with how we can make this applicable for you. Uh, struggling with maybe cravings, nighttime eating, all that kind of stuff, you can go to uh, get a free copy of my ebook, Crush Your Cravings, freedomnutrition.rocks slash book. Easy place to, to get a hold of that. And uh, I've got three free seven-day challenges. I'm getting better at saying that. <laughs> End emotional eating, fatless fundamentals, and build your roadmap. And so those three are available at freedomnutrition.rocks, freedomnutrition, all one word, no spaces, dot R-O-C-K-S slash seven day challenge, no spaces. You can go there and grab those resources. All right. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about using the hunger scale. And I guess I'm kind of curious, you know, um, how many times a day do you typically eat? So that's that question. How many times a day do you typically eat? Um, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> it could be a lot for some people, you know. And when I say eat, I mean, whether it's a meal or whether it's a snack, how many times are you reaching for food to uh, pop it in your mouth, you know? And for me, I think about how, how I used to go about this. So I used to go hours without eating. You know, I would just kind of get maybe lost in the work that I was doing, really dive into it, totally ignoring any signals my body was giving me. And then all of a sudden, I would get hit with this massive urge to eat where I would feel like I was ravenous. You know, I try to avoid using the word starving because, you know, I live in Canada. There's no starvation happening here, I think, as far as I know. But I would get... I, I would say things like I'm starving and I would head over to the pantry and I would grab whatever the fastest thing was to eat and I would eat almost frantically. Like I was I was overeating significantly because in that moment in time it felt like an emergency because it basically kind of ignored uh, but what my body was what my body was telling me. So um, do you eat on a schedule or do you eat when you're hungry? What does that look like for you? Um, you know, I'd say like with, with all of kind of life's demands, life's pleasures, we kind of lose touch with like what our body's internal cues are, whether it comes to hunger and fullness. And, um, you know, I think that's just kind of the environment that we live in. We live in a busy, digital, distracted world with lots of pressures, lots of stresses. And um, it takes away kind of our ability to be mindful and tune into what our body's actually telling us. And when we don't have that, again, I think why this is an issue is we really lose confidence in our ability to regulate um, what it is that we eat, especially if weight loss is something that you're working towards. And so, you know, when we can learn what actual physical hunger feels like, then we can make sure that we're getting like the best nutrition for our body to uh, really be our best self. And 
the, the thing I'm talking about today is, is what's known as the hunger fullness scale and, and how to use it to, to make it easy to sort of stay on track, right? Because talking about eating habits can be kind of a sensitive topic, uh, probably because there's a, there's a constant pressure or for, for a lot of people, it feels like there's a constant pressure to look a certain way. I know when I got into this industry, like I, I felt a certain pressure because I don't necessarily look like a fitness model, even though I live an active lifestyle and, and I thought that people were going to judge me for that. And so, um, that kind of pressure really sort of takes away from maybe our ability again to to feel confident around food. And so let's say we eat and, and we eat until we're full and then maybe we feel, um, you know, triggered. We feel like guilty instead of satisfied after we eat until we're full because we're worried, okay, what's this going to do to my body? You know, um, certain programs and diets, they teach you to ignore your hunger, um, skip meals on purpose and uh, sometimes that has a time and a place. But for a lot of people, it really sets up a destructive pattern of eating. And so why, why, and I haven't really talked in depth about this before, but I think when you understand like your body's reaction to hunger and fullness, you can start to kind of adopt healthier habits. But just when we know how to tune into the signals our body gives us internally, it gives us a lot more confidence and feeling in control around food because we're not necessarily relying on an external constraint, you know? And so a uh, good, good question to reflect on here is like, what triggers or cues tell you when to eat, you know, how do you, how do you decide that, Hey, it's time for me to eat? Um, you know, do you eat on a schedule? Do you, um, eat when you're hungry? Do you ignore that and eat once a day? You know, is it time of day? Maybe you see an ad on, on TV or uh, on a YouTube ad or something like that. Uh, physical hunger cravings, like what tells you? Um, cause we'll go back to this idea of the hunger scale that we're talking about. And when we say hunger scale, we're not talking about like a, you know, weigh scale here. We're actually just talking about a rating from like one to 10. So kind of using this the scale of one to 10 to rate our hunger and our fullness. So one we could basically say is, you know, painfully ravenously hungry, like how I used to go hours and hours though eating until I was so hungry, it felt like this uncontrollable urge to eat. And then I would just uh, dive into a binge and overeat. And, you know, it really, really didn't help. Uh, 10 being the opposite of that spectrum, uh, uh, instead of being hungry, you're, you're like beyond stuffed. And this is me, like maybe after I would have a binging episode a couple of years back, you know, I beyond stuff so full that I would like feel sick, like nauseous and queasy. And I'd want to lay down, but laying down, maybe like, it's just a really awful place to be, you know? Um, and then really you got five, which is considered neutral. So you're neither hungry nor full. So you kind of, you kind of see how this, this scale works here. So one is like, you're so hungry, you might eat a roadkill skunk, <laughs> you know, um, 10 is like so full that you feel like you can't move. You feel physically like ill and, and nauseous. And so it's a really uncomfortable place to be. And so, but what makes this tricky, obviously is that our stomach doesn't come with a level gauge in kind of the same way that our car does with a fuel gauge, right? We don't have, we don't have a little lead, level gauge down there being like, all right, you're at about 60% here. You know, you should start tapering off a bit. And so, you know, if you want to start trying to use this as a tool to help sort of guide your eating, um, I think it's important to set your expectations that you probably won't be all that in tune at first. You probably won't get it right at first. And this, it can actually feel kind of daunting and scary when you try to go down this path, right? It's normal though. You might only be able to figure out like when you're super hungry or super full and maybe nothing in between, but which is totally normal. Cause again, you think about like for how long we've been taught to kind of either ignore hunger cues, uh, ignore fullness, <laughs> that sort of stuff like this, sort of the, the, the eating environment that we live in. Like, I think we, we need to, we need to acknowledge the fact that we live in an environment that encourages disordered eating, basically, uh, eating, you know, 
anyways, I don't want to, I don't want to get too sidetracked here. Right. So, but here's, here's an analogy. So, you know, if you were, if you were trying to take up archery, you're learning how to use a good old fashioned bow and arrow, right? And you've never shot a bow and arrow before. You're probably not going to hit a bullseye or if you did, it was a total fluke and you probably couldn't repeat it, you know, but most of the time you're not even getting close there. You're just happy the arrow is kind of flying in the general direction of the target, hopefully, <laughs> you know, um, and so you're probably way off at first, but the more practice you, you, you do, the sort of the more skilled you get, the more, the closer to the target you start to get and, you know, but you don't go from like missing the target by a mile to hitting a bullseye overnight. You kind of, you kind of inch towards and get closer and closer. But the cool thing is with a bit of practice, um, it gets uh, it gets easier and easier. And so the same thing to think about here is like when it comes to when it comes to learning how to use the hunger scale as, as a tool, like it's not something that you're necessarily going to just pick up like that. You know, there's a term out there intuitive eating. And I think that this is one of the things, one of the tools that's used in that realm of guiding your way of eating. But really, uh, in a sense, to, to be intuitive feels like a bit of a challenge because for so long, maybe we've been like completely ignoring it. Right. So the idea is the more you practice using something like this, like I, I don't think this is something that people should dive into and try to use 100% of the time, but rather think about it again as a tool in the toolbox here, something you can use. Um, and so how could we, How could, so, so let's talk about that. Well, what can it look like? How could I begin to use this? Because, you know, maybe you don't know if, if you're someone who in the past has counted calories, macros, that kind of thing, which again, these tools, they have use usefulness and they have value, I believe. Um, but hey, sometimes that's not an option for you. So having this tool in your toolkit as well can be really, really helpful. So how can we begin using the hunger scale? So if we said that like, you know, 10 is you're, you're so stuffed that you feel like physically sick and one, you're, you're like so ravenously hungry that you feel like there's a, a hole in the bottom of your stomach. You're feeling like nauseous and dizzy and all of that. And then five is kind of the neutral, right? You're not feeling hungry. You're not feeling full. It's you're just neutral there. So uh, I thought maybe let's let's give you a quick rundown of the numbers in between kind of to give you a rough idea. And let's just like you don't have to memorize this, but I just wanted to give you a couple of reference points to guide you. So, you know, um, Two is like hangry. I'll eat anything. You know, the Snickers commercials, like great marketing, terrible idea, <laughs> but the Snickers and they're hangry. Um, three, you're definitely feeling hunger pangs and a strong desire to eat. Like you're, you're, you're set to eat, you know, whereas something like a four, you're getting close to that five and neutral. So a four is like slightly rumbly stomach, um, starting to think about eating, but it's pretty mild and feels, uh, feels pretty manageable. So that five again is, is kind of neutral. So you look at six, six is where you feel like nice and, and content. You could eat more, but you have no need to, right? And then seven, you're, you're just eating some extra bites, uh, maybe just for pleasure because you want to enjoy it, right? Uh, the eight, you know, this is maybe the holiday dinners where you're starting to feel uncomfortable or maybe holiday dinners get to like nine where it's a food coma and it's very uncomfortable. Um, but that, that's what that is. And of course, again, 10 is like, Hey, I'm feeling like so sick that I can, uh, I, I really don't want to move, you know? And so that's a really tough place to be. Okay. So practical steps. How do we actually, how do we actually start to use something like this? Because I think even when we start talking about this, someone goes, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to try intuitive eating. I'm going to try using the hunger scale. And I feel like this is something they should do hundred percent of the time. And it's like, well, maybe not. Hang on a sec. Well, let, let's just, let's pump the brakes just a bit. You know, if you, if you've been used to kind of eating with restrictions around what you eat, uh, just like, you know, if someone had training wheels on a kid has training wheels on their bike and they've ridden their bike a couple of times or whatever, um, you don't necessarily just like pull the training wheels off and, and go, all right, have at her kid. It's like, no, no, if you, if you've been using training wheels, keep them around for a little bit, but maybe you start adjusting them a bit. And that's kind of what this, what, what this is about. Right. And so, uh, the, the first way you could do this is actually just try this once. So, you know, when you're having a meal, decide, hey, this this time I'm going to try and tune in to see what I feel when I go to eat. You know, so check in with the hunger scale kind of three times during a meal. It's it's a really, really simple thing to do. Just pick one meal or, or even even a snack. And because you don't, you don't want to sit here and try to overwhelm yourself with trying to use something like this if it's if it's totally new. 
Um, you know, you're not trying to use this every time you go to put something in your mouth, but it's like start small. And I'm a fan of, of baby steps. And then, you know, these things kind of build momentum naturally. So let's say you're, you're sitting down, you're going to, you're going to eat something. It's always a good idea to kind of be seated when you go to eat as opposed to eating off the counter. But, uh, uh, check in with yourself. Hey, how hungry am I? Like f for me right now, while I'm, while I'm recording this, I'm probably a four, maybe getting down, getting closer to a three because it's been about four hours since I've eaten some breakfast, you know? Um, so take a note of where you're at. How hungry are you, you know, before you start eating? And then halfway through, let's say you start eating, give yourself a pause partway through. Check in. Hey, how am I feeling right now? Uh, well, now that I've started eating, maybe I'm maybe I'm at that five. Like, eh, not really feeling hungry, but I'm not really feeling full or satisfied. So I'm kind of in the middle there. You know, where, where are you feeling? And then then you get to the end of eating whatever it is you're going to eat, and you pause and check in with yourself. Like, where did where did you stop eating this time? You know, was it a six where it's like, yeah, I definitely could eat more, but I feel satisfied. Uh, seven, definitely satisfied. Got a few extra bites in there for the sake of pleasure, or maybe you kind of overshot. And you're now like, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm like physically uncomfortable here. And remember something like this, there's a learning process, right? So step one would just be to pick up, pick a meal and check in three times with yourself, beginning midway and at the end. So now if you've taken the time to do that, then, then what you want to do is you want to grab some lessons from that, right? So this is, this is uh, really, really helpful as well, right? So grab some lessons from it. In other words, take a few minutes and reflect. Okay. I tried using this. How'd this work for me? You know, um, how was it when I started? Was I overly hungry, not hungry at all? What about the middle? Was I eating on autopilot? Did I notice my hunger change? Um, what about at the end? Did you walk away comfortable? Were you too full? Were you too hungry? Um, you know, because I think this, this is probably why people would say something like this doesn't work. Um, for example, because, Hey, you know what? They, they didn't, they didn't really take time to stop and reflect and learn from trying it. Right. So reflection or like in the military, we would call it a debrief, uh, really, really important. What are the lessons I can take from trying this and seeing if this works for you or not? Right. So, uh, you know, the goal here is to get to a place where you, you don't feel stressed and uncomfortable and emotionally uncomfortable every time you sit down to eat. So when you got something like this in your back pocket, you know that, Hey, uh, th this is something I have that makes me feel a little bit more in control around food. So this is kind of a journey to, could we say food freedom where, you know, and it's, it's, it's about learning and in order to learn, we got to, we got to reflect, Hey, I tried this, how'd it work? Ah, you know, could have been better. Right. And it's all just a chance to learn. <laughs> this notice thing is like really bad or, or, or like messing up when you're trying this, like let go of that pressure that somehow you got to nail it perfectly. It's like, it's like the analogy I gave of trying to shoot a bow and arrow the first time. Right. Um, so take a note of whatever reflections, observations, you know, maybe you're like a scientist collecting data, um, and just ask yourself, what do you change next time? So maybe it's starting the meal when you're less hungry. So maybe you started a meal when you're really, really hungry, like a two on the hunger scale, or maybe it's try a couple of mindfully eating exercises to sort of learn how to be kind of checked in and present and aware of what's happening in your body, you know, getting tuned into your fullness and satisfaction, like approach this with a curious mind. And then the th third thing really is just, if you start to use this more than once, try to take note of patterns. So if you decide, Hey, I want to start using this tool a little bit more. I want to see how I can incorporate this into my healthy eating plan. Awesome. Well, as you continue to practice, you're, you know, trying to eat or get in tune with your hunger and your fullness, you're going to start to notice some patterns emerging, right? So is there kind of a rhythm to when you get hungry over the course of the day, like every few hours, you know, and so on. Uh, maybe certain intervals feel good and others that feel too long. So maybe going four hours without eating feels really good. You know, you get to that comfortably hungry. Uh, going six hours without eating makes you feel ravenous, you know. Um, what about when you go to, go to eat? Uh, do you walk away from the table stuffed? Um, do you, you know, or do you walk away satisfied? So what are the, what is your pattern around eating? Maybe when you eat certain foods, you feel more full and more satisfied than, than others. Um, and I think, 
what we can, what we can say as a general observation is if we get too hungry, like too low on the hunger and hunger scale here. So getting down to like that two or that one, um, where you eat a roadkill skunk, um, we're more likely to overeat because it's when we get to that place where the hunger feels like really uncomfortable and urgent, it's, it's the emotions kind of take over and it's difficult to be mindful and present. Then it's like, no, this, this feels like an emergency. This feels urgent. That's when we start using terms like I'm starving, you know, and you know, unless you haven't eaten for multiple days, like you're not actually in starvation, but uh, we use that commonly. I understand that we use that. Right. So here's, here's kind of an analogy to help you visualize, right? Have you ever um, gone to maybe like a swimming pool and you try to swim from one end to the other, totally underwater. So you hold your breath and you see how far you can get. And, you know, if you come to the very end of that swimming pool, especially if it's a big one and you're, you, you're underwater and you haven't taken a breath, um, the whole time, like you're probably going to take a huge breath. Right. And the same thing kind of happens with food, right? If we don't eat for an extended period of time, there's going to come a point where our body's like, I really need this. And, you know, inhale a whole bunch of food, you know? <laughs> so it's like when we get too hungry, we're likely to consume a lot of it more than feels good because there's going to come a point where we kind of overshoot that fullness and we go, oh, what, what have I done now? And then we fall into that pattern of, you know, feeling distressed and, and, and upset at ourselves because we went from eating urgently because it felt like an emergency to um, way, way overshooting like our fullness there. So, you know, quickly just tie it all together. Uh, step one, pick a meal, check in three times, starting, you know, starting your meal midway through and at the end of a meal. That's a great way to see, just to try out the hunger scale as a tool. Is this something that I can use and make it work? And then if you do that, take time to reflect and consolidate those lessons. Okay, so what did I take away from trying this out for me? You know, it probably isn't going to feel like it worked amazing the first time you try to do this, right? There's a learning curve to be had here. And so when you take a few moments, just kind of reflect and say, well, like, what are my lessons here? Um, that makes the experience valuable, even if that time, the first time you tried it, it didn't really feel like it worked for you, you know? And then the third thing is kind of look for patterns, be a detective, you know, what are my eating patterns? You know, what does it look like? Like how, how do I start eating? Do I usually let myself get super hungry before I eat? You know, do I find it hard to regulate and stop eating and so on? You know, and what I would say is if we go back to the sort of this, this scale of, uh, 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 one to 10, you know, one being ravenously hungry, 10 being so stuffed, you feel sick kind of thing. For, I think for most people, you know, eating on a somewhat regular basis, you kind of start eating at about a three or a four. So you definitely want some hunger to be present before you start eating. Um, but you don't want to be so hungry that it feels like an urgent emergency that drives you to massively overeat. And then kind of finish in that six to eight where, and, and fullness can be a bit trickier to gauge. You know, hunger is, is usually fairly primal, but fullness is really, it can be tough to gauge. And I think this is where maybe slowing down, being present, being mindful when you go to eat can be really helpful as well. So really, um, so I think like focusing on hunger is probably a better way to start and, and finding out where you feel best starting and stopping. It's going to take some experimentation, some trial and error. Like nothing's bad. Everything's a learning experience. So, Hey, whew, overshot ate a little too much. Woof, no biggie. Like it's going to be uncomfortable for a couple hours, but now, you know, right? Maybe you didn't eat enough and you find yourself hungry an hour or two after eating. Hey, no sweat. Okay. Maybe next time you, you eat a little bit more, right? You just, you, you pocket these like nuggets of wisdom. And so really that's what I wanted to kind of share with you today is really how do you practically employ this and, and add this as a tool to your toolkit around healthy eating. It's not that you have to eat every single meal according to this, and maybe it's not possible to eat every single meal according to this. But when you have this as a tool, when you have this as a tool that you can use, um, this can really give you a lot more confidence in terms of feeling 
more in control around food, especially when you don't necessarily have uh, some of those other sort of restraints that you might have, whether it's calorie counting and weighing your foods and sort of these external restrictions like fasting and so on. When you don't have those, having this in your toolbox makes you feel a little bit more comfortable and confident around food. And that's why I think it's a really, a really awesome one to keep on hand. So uh, once again, you know, if you felt like this was helpful and <clears throat> pardon me, and you'd like to maybe talk about it a little bit more, figure out how you can make this work for you. Uh, you can go to freedomnutrition.rocks slash let's chat and hook up and connect on a free um, 15 minute chat. would love to connect with you, help you figure out how to make this work as a tool for you. You can grab a copy of Crush Your Cravings at freedomnutrition.rocks slash crush your, sorry, slash book. Actually, really simple. Freedomnutrition.rocks slash book. That'll take you to my ebook, Crush Your Cravings and uh, seven day challenges. So you want, if you want to start putting information into action, and I have surprises for people when they actually sign up for this, but I'm, they're called surprises for reasons. So I'm just going to drop the teaser and, <laughs> and leave it intriguing and say, if you sign up, you might get a little bit of a surprise. And so I think that's really, really awesome as well. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure. I really hope you got value from this and uh, look forward to seeing you next time.